is one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shome 97.7. On Thursday night, game six, the Canadians will have a chance to advance to the big dance. They beat Vegas 4-1 in game five, and it's all over. Yes. Good morning, Pierre Hood from Réseau des Sports. It's 20 after 8. How are you today? I'm doing good. How about you, my dear Pete? Well, I'm doing pretty good, actually. I'm very happy. And, uh, you know, the Habs played almost a flawless game last night on the road. And, well, they're one win away from going to the big one, the Stanley Cup final. So life's good. Everyone's in a pretty good mood today, Pierre. Especially with this gorgeous weather. This is gorgeous flying weather, actually, this morning, It Pete. sure <laughs> is. And the Habs were flying. No doubt, Pierre, no doubt, one of the best games I've seen from the Canadians in a long, long time. You too, huh? Uh- I think so. Uh, and you know what? I was reluctant to write flawless to you this morning on my note to you and Esteban, because I, I'm not sure there is such a thing as a flawless uh, sports competition. Uh, but I, I decided to put almost flawless because uh, it's, tough to, it's tough to pinpoint one moment in the game where you could say there was some sort of a lack of this or lack of that or a little uh, let down. Uh, I think it was. Um, I, I think that the, the best team overall won the game last night and won big time. And I think the best team overall was the best team overall because of individual effort, because of great saves, because of uh, sacrifices, because of being more hungry than the opponent. And uh, boy, I mean, the puck control and the fight to the yep. puck was just amazing from the first second to the last second of that game. Yep. Just amazing. Sure was. And you know what? The, the young players and the, the veterans, they shared the duty equally last night. And Nick Suzuki, I mean, what are you going to say about this kid? Three points last night, a goal and two assists. It was an empty netter, but he's just an unreal player, him. Yeah, and uh, we'll forget the face-off circle. This will come uh, with experience, I suppose, Pete. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the matchups were there. So uh, you, you can't control uh, things like your home when you're on the road. So we'll, we'll forget about the face-off column. But uh, you know what? I may have to stand corrected a little bit regarding Nick Suzuki because, yeah, he's got a goal. He's got two assists. He's got plus two. Uh, he's done he's done many good quality things uh, for almost 19 minutes on the ice yesterday. But I was one of the observers that maybe thought that he would he was playing a little bit heavy. And uh, well, maybe I'm going to stand corrected on this one, Pete, because I saw him absorb so many hits and yeah. one big hit in particular yesterday. And uh, Luke Richardson was quick to point out after the game that um, although of a smaller size frame, he's bulky, he's strong, and he can absorb. And uh, I think that uh, it may, he may after all be uh, at the, the, the proper weight, at least, Pete, at least, to absorb uh, the kind of uh, hockey that we see in playoffs. Uh, big foreign defense last night, huge minutes for them last night, and they didn't disappoint anyone, did they? They did not disappoint anyone. And uh, what I realized, and you probably saw that as well, is that Jeff Petrie is slowly finding his his groove back. I mean, I saw him take a couple of shots, not bad shots uh, yesterday, but all in all, we uh, saw the the Jeff Petrie at his best or close to his best uh, in last night's game. 
Uh, he actually racked up 25 minutes and 28 seconds on the ice. Pete, this is just amazing. And and in the same in the same rhythm, you have Joel Edmondson at 25-20. So, and of course, the the Weber Sherrod duo is 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 near 24 minutes, but it's almost the same thing. But you could share a little bit more last night. And Luke Richardson, I mean, he knows what he's talking about because he's the he's the defenseman coach. So. Yeah. He knows his guys. He knows what they can deliver. He knows uh, what they can provide in various situations. And he made the most out of his big four last night. All, all the columns are great. The block shots and the hits and the number of shots. Uh, there's, there's, th- that's, that's fantastic. And if you look at the other side, I mean, Pietro Angelo and Martinez is a, good, is a darn good duo. Oh, yeah. And then you've got Shea Theodore is a darn good defenseman. Mm-hmm. But there you go. That stops about there. The rest... It's a three. It's a three-player thing in Montreal. You got a four-player thing, which is an, an amazing added value in playoff reality. You know, twenty-four hours ago, Pierre, you asked me, Pete, who should we put in, Flurry or uh, Leonard? And you know what? I went with they should have put in Lerner last night. Flurry was back in the nets for Vegas, and uh, well, he could make the difference all by himself. That's right, but he didn't look sharp a couple of nights, a couple of times last night, Pierre. Yeah, you look a little bit out of balance, and. Uh, you know, it's it's you're them if you do them if you don't, right, Pete? And it's 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 easy for you and I this morning to say, well, we talked about it yesterday, and and we thought. My feeling was that if you if you break some sort of a winning combination or winning uh, pattern, uh, you might as well be ready to uh, to endorse your decision. And and to a certain degree, I can understand. Uh, the desire to give the net back to Marc-André Fleury as soon as possible, and especially in Vegas, because you know how popular he is in Vegas, right. and he's, 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 the, he's the bougie d'allumage of this, uh, this franchise, and, and the fans love him, and he loves the fans. And so there were, there were all sorts of good, no, non-pragmatic reasons for uh, Peter De Boer to come back with Marc-André Fleury, and the fact that you, know, you have to respect your leader but at the same time, and I agree with you, Pete, he's not, he's not fully responsible for last night's uh, game. But, I mean, it took forever for the Habs to have a first shot on the net. And as of the first shot, he looked out of balance and he didn't look that sharp and ready to go as his and has, as was his opponent on the other side of the ring. So we'll see what Peter DeBoer decides for tomorrow night. But uh, regardless of what the decision, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a decision that will uh, that's probably very tough to make for uh, the uh, for game number six. Hey, and speaking of tomorrow night, Pierre, like I said, game six, Saint Jean-Baptiste celebrations are going to be happening citywide tomorrow. And to boot, it's a full moon, and we could advance oh. to the Stanley Cup. So oh. I don't know, man. <laughs> let's, gonna... let's have, hey, Pete, Pete, yeah. let's have Harmonium and Beaudommage play the anthem tomorrow. All right, no, get Chalabois. <laughs> let's go. Let's let's go bigger, go home. So let's it... let's get Robert and let's get uh, those those crazy shows on the Oh yeah, no, that uh, yeah. would be good. Yeah, that'll be good. I I, I think that there will be a clean uh, on the, on that front. But uh, Marc Hervieux has already uh, confirmed on Twitter, uh, Pete, that he would sing the anthem. Uh, he's a darn good. Yeah. He's a darn good uh, singer, and uh, so that will be enough, I guess. You have to concentrate on what's important, and what's important is play another of those almost flawless games uh, at home on your home rink. 
All right, Pierre, before we blast off here, Marc Bergevin finishes the the runner-up for the GM of the Year award. And you know what? He deserves it. I have a feeling he's going to win it, too. Oh, well, it's Lula Moriello that is, uh, he ended up runner-up because it's uh, Lula Moriello that's been given the award, Pete. And although the good old Lou deserves uh, deserves the recognition, I personally think that Marc Bergevin deserved it uh, a couple of notches uh, higher. Uh, because what he's done uh, with with that team uh, is, is, is build around... Uh, a good core of, of young players. Uh, he also uh, he also, of course, relies on a, on a very very hot goaltender. But uh, if you if you look at the the pattern this year, the acquisition uh, of Joel Edmondson, the acquisition of Josh Anderson. If you look at the veterans he added before the the trade deadline. If you look at the way he uh, he you know he made a proposal. Uh, a, a proposal acceptable for Corey Perry. All those mm-hmm. things are actually blending now and are putting the Habs almost to the Stanley Cup final. Now, it's not over for the Islanders now, but they didn't look too good the other night. Oh, like, man. Um, so, so nothing nothing against good old Lou. I think he's done a wonderful job uh, with the Islanders, and he brought Palmieri, and he brought Zajac, and, and that's all fine. But I think that Marc Bergevin has been a little bit more active and I thought personally he deserved it, but hey, runner-up is not uh, is not a bad thing. He um, he said he was very flattered. Uh, this is an award that is uh, that is given by the peers. So uh, in a way, being a finalist is uh, is already a, a big achievement. Absolutely, he's put together one heck of a playoff team too. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jay, listen, uh, I'll see you on Friday morning. We're going to be off. You're going to be off anyway for St. jean So uh, have yourself a good, uh, good St. jean celebration.